Hey, this is Colin Schlicht, and this is the art department. This episode of the art department is brought to you by Sketch. Sketch is well known as the definitive tool for digital product design, but its powerful vector editor and easy to use interface make it the perfect tool for any designer. And with libraries on Sketch Cloud, you can share your design system or style guide with your whole team. From illustration and iconography, to web, branding, and even board game design, Sketch has everything you need to get started on your next project. Whatever you're making, make it with Sketch. And you can get started for free today by going to mofone.network slash sketch. That's mofone.network slash sketch. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Art Department. I'm your host, Andrew Sale. This episode is a good one because we get to talk to my friend, Colin Schlicht, and I'm not going to dive too much into his story. I will let him do that, uh, but one thing I want you to focus in on as you listen to this interview is the sense of positivity and generosity that he brings into his work and into this field. It is definitely something that if everyone who were in this world uh, were able to focus on and able to execute at the level that Colin does, the world would just be a better place for it. So I'm not going to go any further. I'm going to let you guys hear it from him. So ladies and gentlemen, without any further ado, this is Colin Schlicht. So, Colin, you and I um, have been friends for a little bit. Uh, how far back does that go? Would it have been MondoCon two years ago? Yeah, I think that's when we met. Was uh, was at MondoCon? Yeah, that's crazy. And we like, I think you came up to us if I remember correctly, and for like the first ten minutes, I didn't know who you were. Yeah, until. <laughs> <laughs> until it may have even been longer than 10 minutes oh, but, i'm sure um, you were looking at me like who's this guy yeah. well i just didn't and you were talking to us as if you knew who we were well. and and that was a surreal kind of thing anyway but then you're like hey i listened to the show like well yeah that that makes sense yeah. and you said i'm calling and blah, blah blah and i and it just didn't even occur to me and then i saw uh you gave us something or you showed us something on your phone and you showed us the alien print that you did and it all came flooding back oh yeah that uh you did this um you did this alien print like this this alternate movie poster uh, for alien and i was able to help you in that i gave you a little bit of uh i don't even know like feedback i guess you know um uh you you gave it to me and as well as a couple of other people and said hey what you know what what works what doesn't work and all these different things but yeah. i had no idea that that's who you were and because because you go by art by colin yeah true so yeah. i hide behind what, the uh, the big c icon well so yeah so let's let, let me what what is it that that drove the art by colin as opposed to using your full name um i don't know i just kind of it comes from the uh 
the branding and graphic design background, I suppose. Uh, just getting people familiar with the mark. And um, it, it reinforces, you know, the C is Colin, but then also it represents, you know, created to create and that kind of, you know, mantra that I go by. And um, so I think it's cool, just like a, like a symbol, I suppose, you know. Like Prince. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure Just I'm like allowed Prince. to say that. Like that, uh, I can't say Prince or oh, yeah. uh, anything or sim. I don't, I'm not even sure we're allowed to say symbol on this podcast. <laughs> uh, we don't <laughs> have the, uh, the copyright for that. Um, yeah. so you, so you go by art by Colin. So anyway, all that to say, I'm an idiot. It became very evident once <laughs> I saw your work, who you were. And then after that, we became fast friends. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you're a, you're a super pleasant dude. You're, you're so, always, always seem to be, uh, joyful. You've got a smile on your face, which in this industry isn't always the case. Totally. Uh, when you're talking with artists and creatives, you can, you can fall in the mix with some brooding type people yeah. and that never seems to be your outlook. And then, um, talk to us about the shift from, cause at that time you were living in Texas. Mm-hmm. I was new to Texas. I'm, yeah. I was maybe in Texas for a year when I first met you. Yeah. Um, but since that point you, you made a, a quite a big shift talk to us about that shift. Uh, the shift, uh, moving over to, Oregon uh, that was a that was a big deal and uh, um, yeah just going back to being joyful in the midst of you know kind of that brooding uh, vibe that <laughs> that tends to happen and in the pop culture sphere and art in general you know I want to um, I consider myself a life-giving person that creates uh, life-giving art and I always want my art to reinforce that and I want my attitude to reinforce that as well you know kind of that uh, synchronicity to happen there. And um, so that kind of sparked a dream. Like it was, it was a vision that I, that I believe was kind of put in my heart and um, taking that vision over to Oregon. My wife and I were definitely just like compelled to come here and just, we're so excited to be here. And uh, it was, it was challenging and, um, but a lot of fun, man. We drove across eight States and, uh, so I'm just glad to be here. But just really taking that mission of uh, being joyful and, and a life-giving person in the pop culture sphere into a, a really great art community over here in Portland is, uh, is part of the dream. Yeah, so let's talk about that for a second because sure. you, you've been creating art for a while under the moniker of, of Art by Colin, yeah. and you do have a very distinct look, which we're going get to get to here in just a, in just a minute. All right. Um, but you were you were creating stuff and doing stuff in Texas, and uh, and your work was great. But it didn't seem like you um, you got you caught the eye mm-hmm. of uh, the major galleries or mm-hmm. you know various uh, other prolific artists who we'll talk about here in a second. Yeah. Um, but it didn't seem like you really hit the scene until the last year or so. Yeah. Right. And since that move to Portland, is that, do you attribute it to that trip to Portland or do you attribute it to uh, changing your perspective or your, what, how you are, you know, trying to be more efficient or effective or getting your name out there? Like what, what do you think has played into that, um, uh, to the, your, your level of exposure on the scene in the last year? Yeah, I think uh, that's a great, that's a great question. And um, I just, 
it's about taking that faith step, man. And um, uh, I'm a faith-based dude, so I believe that uh, like when you follow God, the best is yet to come. And um, so walking in that, that kind of obedience has uh, really, really opened up a lot of doors. And uh, a lot of people stay put because they feel like they can't do it or it's not financially, you know, wise or all that kind of stuff. And th there's definitely a lot of uh, um, processing that went into this move. Like it was like two years. We didn't just like up and root and be like, up root and be like well, see ya, peace, you know. We, we processed it and everything like that and it was the right thing to do. So so we did we hung out at at Pop Up Crop. We we Matt Dawson uh yep. Stay Gray Pony Boy, mm -hmm. Ashco. These are his various companies, but he puts on crop in Baton Rouge and does these pop-up crops all around the country. Yep. Uh he sent one your way right after you moved to Portland and we came out there and we got to hang out for a bit. Yeah, that was amazing. What a cool opportunity and just amazing timing. <laughs> yeah, and so you got the opportunity to hang out with a bunch of people. Yeah, that was, we'll hang out with you guys. Well, um, yeah, but we, we like more important people. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so important. You really are. Um, but yeah, that, that was a blast to be able to part, be a part of that and just go in and soak everything up. And um, Mark Berkey had an awesome talk and um, Draplin, that was, that was major. Um, but the Lincoln Design Company guys, another Portland staple, um, they were they were kind of the headliners of everything. They did all the branding and the, um, along with Stay Gray, uh, they did the branding and the illustrations. And I actually got to connect with a couple of the dudes there, um, Davey and Jordan, and really cool guys, really nice, down to earth. I was like, you know, let's just go grab some beers or something, hang out. And uh, sure enough, they're they're cool enough to do so. And then we became friends after that. And what an awesome opportunity because I followed them before we moved and then uh, now we're friends, you know, and, it, and it's not about like, you know, uh, contacts and all that kind of stuff. It's good to have connections and everything, but I just wanted to pursue friendships, you know, other people in the profession and people that I can, you know, look up to, but also encourage as well. And so it was great to be able to talk to those guys and become friends with them too. So Yeah, because now you've got, you've got they're right in your backyard right yeah so you, this is a place now that you can kind of cultivate that yeah it's not like so our relationship is great but we see each other very infrequently because mm -hmm. of proximity and location and all the things yeah. that that doesn't necessarily that those things don't factor in you could pop in and visit or have lunch from time to time with sure. these guys and that's that's real tangible community absolutely um, yeah and internet is great, and we've we've been able to to uh, really um, build our community with with through the internet because we're with people all over the country and all over the world, and that's mm -hmm. great. Um, but there's something to be said about being able to call someone up and say, "Hey, I'm I'm stuck on this thing, or uh, I'm I'm at this crossroads with this piece that I'm working on, or with even taking this job. Can I just buy you coffee and us?" talk this through yeah absolutely. there's something really really special about being able to do that and uh that's awesome that you have that with them yeah it's great those are great dudes and and so blessed to be blessed to be here man you know so it's just important to put yourself out there all the time and 
Yeah. So I guess did that, yeah, did that ramp up once you moved to Portland or do you feel like you're putting in the same effort that you did when you were in Texas, but now uh-huh. you have a different audience? Like what's, yeah. what's the mindset shift that happened? The mindset shift is more just like I, um, I, my wife and I just both believe that there was more opportunity out here for us. You know, it's more, it was more of the, the scene is, is more uh, prevalent out here in Portland. There is more opportunity. And like you said, there are more, you know, heavy hitters in town and everything to be able to connect with. And, um, I've already been a part of a bunch of different shows. Like the Portland night market has been huge and it's just such a really awesome place to, uh, get together and connect with artists and meet a ton of people who are just like really into art. And, um, so yeah, that, that shift, it's, it's important to just, to just take the leap when you can, you know? Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about your work um, specifically. Okay. You, you, well, describe your work. And I won't try to. Why don't you take a stab at uh, describing <laughs> what your what your work looks like? Um. Well, like I said, uh, I like to use the phrase "life giving art" because I want things to be bright. I want things to be colorful. Uh, even if, um, just say like that gray ghost piece that I did, that fan art that I just did. Yeah. Um, a little while ago it's all black and white, but I want it to be, you know, still vibrant in its way and, um, and fun to look at with all the different kind of shapes and angles. I use a lot of different textures, um, lot, lots of brushes and, um, but then I clip in like, uh, regular, regular photos, like find the right photo for the right texture and stuff and clip that into different shapes and yeah, just real kind of expressive and organic. And, um, it's all, it's all point and click with the mouse and illustrator and the pen tool. So no, no, uh, Cintiq or anything like that. Yeah. And, and you can kind of see that, right? You can tell the, the shapes that you use to com- to comprise your image are not, they don't feel organic, right? I mean, the shapes themselves feel blocky or almost like, uh, a rough cut out paper, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they have that almost geometric look. Um, but you do bring a softness to the geometric look, and that I know that sounds like kind of counter uh, intuitive, but if you see Colin's work, you'll know instantly what I'm talking about, cool. uh, or you'll just think I'm crazy. But either way, <laughs> it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, but one thing that I've noticed in your more recent work is it seems like you've you've really jumped headfirst into uh, creating a sense of depth to your work, mm-hmm. uh, where you're kind of setting a, a foreground, middle ground background, whereas mm-hmm. some of your more early work mm-hmm. would be kind of character centric and the background kind of seemed like it was secondary, yeah, right? Sure. Or, or just a, a blank canvas with it, with a, a solitary character or yeah. uh, point of focus on it. But now it really seems like you're getting more illustrative with your work. Yeah. Um, and, and what's that evolution been for you? Is it because of the jobs you're getting that's um, kind of demanding them be more illustrative or is this just a personal transformation in, and evolution in your work? I think it's just a, it's a personal thing. Um, to be honest, I, I'm not a fan of doing backgrounds. I'm not, <laughs> I just, some people just love and dig into that. And I just, I'm, I'm inspired by that, but that's just not my thing. I love to really focus on the character themselves. Um, or characters, however many that I put in there. And I've just kind of like, um, like as you said, like the evolution or whatever, um, I've, I think about things in different levels, like of illustration. Um, like a level one would be 
more of just a, a simple character pop, uh, like a one character and then a, a clean background. Level two would be multiple characters, you know, with a light background. Level three would be more like the Iron Giant piece that I did, which is like a full background yeah. and multiple characters and so on. So um, I kind of make that decision whenever the project comes up. And be like, oh, this would be good with a background, or it definitely needs that, or it doesn't need it. You know, it'd be stronger without it. You know, so just making that decision as I go is trying to trying to keep it fresh. You know. Okay, so speaking of uh, as you go, you, mm -hmm. your most recent piece as of this recording is a piece that's called Pencil Sword. Yeah. And it's a piece that you did for uh, Monsters.go. Yeah. What is that? Talk to us about that project. Talk to us about how, like, what happened with that, what the, uh, the idea behind it was, and sure. why this thing came to be. Yeah, that, that was a really unique fun different kind of change of pace for me and um i've been following the monster project another another really great kind of monster base like that like kids draw the their 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 made up monster and then um artists are assigned to recreate it or now um it's it's prompts so um they put it up and it's a weekly challenge and then this last one had the the uh, warrior girl and the griffin. I just thought it was so cool, and I was looking for the right one to do for the longest time, and um, so it just kind of struck me, and I wanted to do something a little different. And um, not only, I think I mentioned this too in the prompt. Um, I like to do things like bacon, basically strategy to things like um, uh, everything I, I do, everything that I sit down to do needs to have like a purpose to it. And uh, like, why am I doing it? Why am I going to spend my time working on it? You know, I need to invest my time wisely on projects and everything. And um, this one, it had that purpose. I wanted to be able to, you know, broaden the scope a little bit, but then also go back to just what was it like to just be able to sit there and just like jam out something, you know, just draw yeah. because you want to draw. And that kind of art inspired me to do that. So I wanted to try something different. It, the the level of so i'm i'm immediately drawn to this piece because of the colors but then on top of that when i really start kind of looking at it the level of uh of of texture and detail brought to the piece through the textures mm -hmm. is stunning like it, cool. it the the hair on the griffin mixed with the the like the geometric lines comprising the the, le the not the leaves the feathers yeah um on the griffin's wings it's mm -hmm. so delicate but at the same time like ultra bold oh cool and the, the colors are like they're just outstanding oh, what nice. did a piece like this take you to let's just walk through this piece kind of from beginning to end okay uh from inspiration to i'm posting it online what was the time frame for this um, gosh, a couple days, uh, and a couple hours at a time, uh, it would, it would probably be, I would say I, I racked up about, I don't know, eight hours on it or something like that here and there. And, um, yeah, just start out an illustrator and carve it out and then, um, get that, uh, get those shapes in and get the, get the drawing that I, the way that I want it to be and then transfer everything over to Photoshop and then basically... Uh, reconstruct it and add all the textures and kind of make it come to life in that. So um, that was really cool, man. And um, I think with this piece too, and it was another opportunity to um, 
show that I, I have a love for kids stuff too. I love like kids books. I'm always going and I mean, you and I, we went to Powell's over here in Portland and yeah. boom, went right to the kids book section, you know, just to scope it out. Cause there's so much great stuff over there. Yeah. But then also I wanted to do something kind of gnarly. Like the Griffin was kind of like this, this gnarly, you know, beast. So I also love rock posters and, you know, stuff that Luke Priest and all those guys do. Um, sure. something that I, I would love to design like a Metallica poster too, you know, with like the four horsemen or something. Um, so yeah, it's, it kind of struck the balance between the two loves, you know? Um, so that's, so, that's where I was at with that one. I, en- I thoroughly enjoyed our trip to Powell's. I do have a beef yeah. with Powell's though. So for <laughs> all you, uh, Portlandian people, and then uh, if we ha- if we have any of the management from Powell's listening, just uh, I would do something with your bathrooms. <laughs> your walls are, inc- are are simultaneously too short and too high, and uh, I'll just uh, I'll just kind of gloss over that. But you know the the bottom of the the bottom of the walls on your stalls come way too dangerously high. too high and yeah the the height of the 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 partition is uh low enough that you could uh there's i mean it's you may as well be going to the bathroom yeah next to like fenced in by a single two by four <laughs> just that's, don't go that's how i felt anyway <laughs> but uh but i digress all right so sure. you're in portland now you're yep. you're you're seeing uh more uh you're seeing more opportunities come your way. Uh-huh. You're entrenched more heavily in the culture there, and you are able to be more part of the art scene there. And a couple of things kind of come about over the last year. You mm-hmm. get your first uh, gallery show, yeah, right? And yeah. Uh, you get approached by um, Aaron Draplin, yeah. the, the man, myth, the mountain himself um Mm -hmm. to to do a his likeness in your style yeah um we'll talk about the gallery in a second but talk to me about what it looked like for you to get this project with draplin yeah that was insane um (laughs) because i was i've been following just like most of us have been following his work for years you know yeah uh i was in the graphic design game for a long time i still am i still still do graphic design and logos and everything freelance and i still look at his work and i'm just really inspired by how great it is and um he's a he's a really cool dude great personality uh bold guy like through and through so it was cool to be able to connect with him at pop-up crop over here in portland um i've I've been able to connect with him a couple of times in Texas, like at Mondo and, um, yeah. uh, there's an, he did a little workshop too called a tiny bus over in, uh, grapevine. We were all literally in this little tiny bus and he did a workshop and it was just like him and like five other people. And we were cramming this bus together. He took up most of the space, <laughs> and, but it sure, was really, that, make, that makes sense. <laughs> but no, that was really cool. So, that kind of laid the groundwork to be able to connect, be like, oh, yeah. And I told him at Mondo that that uh, my wife and I are thinking about moving to Portland, like we're serious about it. And I think that's another reason why stuff has been kind of popping up. Like, I think people believe that, yeah, he is serious about doing this stuff, and I am. It's true, and I, I just believe in the purpose of um, what I'm doing. 
So it was really cool to be able to connect with him on that level. And I gave him a, one of my kind of flyers, like a postcard with a few, like I, I call it like a portfolio card. It's like, uh, I kind of ran out of them, but I made little business cards that are similar. Yeah. Um, that it he just saw, kind of showcases your work. Sure, yeah, just real quick at a glance. And he's like, oh, can you do a portrait of me in this style and like this? And it needs to have a lot of orange. And, you know, it's like, all right, cool, gnarly. And um, so I connected with him right after um, Pop-Up Crop, shot him an email. He was real prompt in his response and um, put me to work. And um, so... To be real though, it was it was a daunting project for me personally though. You know, it was it was pro it was daunting. Um, Talk that out. What 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 was daunting about it? Sure. Well, he's he's somebody I've looked up to for the longest time, and I, yeah. and I you know, so many other people do, yourself included. And um, so it was just like, wow, this is it's pretty cool to have him on my team, you know, and believing in me to be able to do this. It felt really surreal actually. And um, so I sat down the illustration started carving it out and then I presented it to him. I presented my progress, you know, and it wasn't jiving, you know, it, and it, it wasn't anything like the final product. That's what I was going to say. What, what, sure. sty like stylistically, how yeah. drastic of a change was it? Um, it wasn't too drastic, but I basically started it over. Um, it was, that it sounds was... pretty drastic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, <laughs> the only thing more drastic would have been I got fired on the spot. Sure, I mean, I been... <laughs> sure. And that's not what I wanted. I could have been totally devastated by the feedback and just, you know, all that and gone and cried the corner. And I felt like it too. Don't get me wrong. I felt, <laughs> I was like, oh God. But then I wanted to make it right. And I wanted to, you know, uh, honor him with the work and all that stuff too. So I just said, you know what, let's do this. Um, and I kind of worked it out and then I started over and I started fresh and, um, yeah, took a different angle, took a different, like unique approach to it. It started coming together and, uh, presented it to him and he was really stoked on it. So I'm yeah, happy about that. I think it's, it's, uh, it's super cool and it works on so many different levels and it, it actually, as I stare at it longer, I pick up on the fact that it's essentially a grayscale image that is only enhanced to color through the outline of Portland. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Oregon. And yeah. yeah, well, yeah, Oregon. Sorry. Yeah. So the yeah. outline of, of Oregon and mm -hmm. how smart that is because you could easily just think it's a random geometric, you know, shape that was mm -hmm. thrown in there. Um, and, and I think is indicative of how he sees Portland. Yeah. Right? I think Portland is in his, for at least my vantage point for him, Portland is kind of the center of the universe. And that is what brings right. him life. And it's what mm -hmm. brings him so much uh, joy and vibrancy and his personality. Yeah. I think he, he attributes a lot of that um, to, to where he lives and what, you know, the culture and community that he's a part of. So it was just, as you look at it, you start seeing these layers and appreciating it on these different, these different layers. And I'm so glad that you guys push through and that, um, cause there's, I mean, there, fear can be crippling, right? Yeah. Like you could totally have just walked away from the project because you don't 
want to like we really want to do work with and for our idols but we really don't because what if it doesn't go well sure yeah. and and for you it wasn't going well no, but then you turned it around and yeah. man I, I think uh and now on the other side of it you have this this beautiful piece that's not only something you can be proud of and, be, and put in your portfolio but something that hopefully he is proud of and that yeah. he will display and and shout out yeah um which you know that's that's ultimately the win you you are now you go down as one of the the artists he's worked with right yeah, and cool. uh, there's so many listeners who myself included who would love to be in that space yeah. right uh the closest that i think i'll ever get is him having given me assets to use to put to comprise the the episode artwork oh. uh one time and like oh so i'm sending it to him for him to approve it and he's like i dig it i'm like cool i mean it was still all his artwork <laughs> that i was putting on the thing so yeah. but that's that's about as close as i'll get but dude c- congratulations on that thank you man it was it was a really yeah tough project but it was really it was really cool and really rewarding i'm glad to be I'm glad to be a part of it it's awesome okay uh so you you were also this past year 2018 showed um you got your first uh gallery show yeah um and uh you worked with a couple of our friends. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us about uh, that experience. That was awesome, man. And that, that blew my mind. Um, and I, I was so flattered that, that Mark um, just, he direct messaged me. He was, he was following my stuff for a, for a bit. And then all of a sudden he just messaged me out of the blue and asked me if I wanted to be a part of the show and then shortly thereafter he asked me to be on the show i was like uh okay yeah so for for all those who are listening and don't know yep. mark you're speaking of mark morris yeah part of uh he's he runs squared co yeah and the squared co podcast and uh he puts on gallery shows uh all around kind of the southern california area like yep. pop culture pop-up shows i guess is how you would call it mm-hmm. um but so he's he's who reached out to you Yes. And, uh, that was, that was really great. And so of course I said yes. And the, the topic, uh, was really great too. Uh, dames, female pop culture characters. And so that was another really cool opportunity to expand the portfolio a bit because I did a lot of, you know, naturally I'm more into action, you know, Batman and John McClane and that kind of, you know, naturally there Arnold Schwarzenegger and stuff. And so it was cool to depart from that for a second and then focus on a really rad uh, female pop culture character. So Furiosa was my pick, and it was great to be a part of that show. Next to some really amazing artists, too. That was another That was another really great part about that gallery show. It's just like the lineup was so incredible. So Yeah, who, who were your highlights? Uh, if you had to pick like two or three that as you were telling people about this show, you were like, yeah, I'm in it, but I'm right next to. Yes, um, I I think the highlights, man. Oh God, it's hard to choose. Well, um, uh, Jared Mariama, that was that was really cool, and his stuff is awesome. Yeah, and uh, Joey Chu, another uh, Disney artist, and then uh, Don Clark, Invisible Creature. I've been following him for a long time too, and for for graphic design and illustration. And so I was just like, man, I'm going to be able to be in the same show with this guy. Like, how great. And so that was that was amazing. 
Yeah, man. I, I think that is uh, for every designer, illustrator, artist who's who is an admirer of these things. When you get to be a part of a show, or whether it's your work that's a part of it, or you get to be uh, in a community with some of these people, mm-hmm. it it yes, it it personifies them and makes them less idyllic you know you don't sure they, they become more real and yeah. accessible but that doesn't in some ways that enhances it for oh, yeah. me anyway right yeah. so the 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 one or two times that i was able to do some stuff with with mark i so the people that they st- i was for sure the bottom rung of that totem pole and i nah. knew it which was i make i think maybe nah. helpful going into it i'm like Okay, I don't have any pressure to sell anything here, but the fact that I get to be in this show with these other people is it it elevates my uh, my psyche, if nothing else, right? Sure. I, I'm not like getting rich off of this. But how did you, how did your piece do? You actually did a a regular and a variant called uh, Warrior sure. of Redemption. Yep. How did your piece do at the show? It did all right. Um, I think people enjoyed it, and I. Um, the variants are mine. The the regular is just part of the show. Oh, okay. and yeah, and then um, the or the framed up version sold, and I, that was surprising for me. I was like, man, the one with the museum glass and everything, that one sold. So I was stoked to find that out. That was really yeah. Cool. How did how did that feel? Like, what was that feeling? Oh, it was awesome. It was. I kind of ref- I I saw the the sale on their website, and so I had to refresh it a couple times just to be sure, like. Did it really sell? You know, and I kind of looked through the through the list and everything. I was like, yeah, sure enough. So um, excited uh, that that went out the door. Did you did you instantly go and and tell your wife about it? Like, what was the? Oh yeah. Did you celebrate? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Do and a it tiny was, fist bump. Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. And uh, <laughs> I I don't know. It wasn't like a. I didn't make. A bunch of money on it or anything like that and that's not what it's about for me anyway but um just the fact that it sold was a thrill so um yeah that was great and you're you're looking forward so uh, moving forward into 2019 uh you've got some stuff in the in the pipeline uh, mm-hmm. that that we should be excited about for you right yeah yeah lots of are really you able cool to stuff. talk about any of those things like even on like a, a cursory level yeah, uh, yeah, I can. Um, coming up, uh, and this is this kind of goes back to the uh, the Squared Co. When Mark asked me, um, this is a, a just a really really cool story. It kind of blew my mind. Um, Mark asked me uh, to be a part of the show, and then I kid you not, man, like two minutes later, Adam Smasher from Hero Complex uh, messaged me and, and wanted to get together on some more work. And I was like, you've got to be kidding. Is somebody pulling a prank on me or something? Right, yeah. It felt really weird. And uh, yeah, sure enough. So he onboarded me. We talked about some um, potential projects to work on and um, getting to work on it. So um, we've got some got some work together for Hero Complex Gallery. And I, I um, submitted artwork to him. It had to have been um, at the MondoCon that you and I met at. Was that MondoCon yeah. 3? That... I can't remember. It was MondoCon something. MondoCon something. It was the last. Yeah, it was the last one. It, it was the last one before mm-hmm. they took a year off. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he and I were able to connect there. And then I shortly thereafter applied. And um, and then he got back to me. So 
yeah, I'm on board with them. And uh, coming up, there's the Emerald City Comic Con over in Seattle. So I think I'm going to hightail it over there from Portland and hang out with those guys and, and see what that's about. And then hopefully something for WonderCon, and then we'll see what's coming up after that. But totally a dream coming true, man. Yeah, man. It's, it sounds like it. it's all it's all kind of coming together. Yeah. Uh, as we kind of round the bases on this, I just want to know, so many people, and I'm including myself in this, kind of search for uh, not search. We we bounce from style to style. We bounce mm-hmm. from approach to approach mm-hmm. um, as the wind blows or whatever kind of feels right in the moment. Yeah. There's a handful of people who I think live into their style unapologetically, and it and it really works for them. I put you in that category i see you have been doing this this approach you've been you've been doing this style you've been really um kind of narrowing the focus which helps you continue to expand within that right so your your uh your abilities your your techniques your skills are only enhancing um as you focus on this this stylistic approach um, do you ever think about l- deviating for a project? Yeah, uh, sometimes, but I, I, I don't really focus do on that. Do you see a benefit of that? I guess, did you, yeah. did you see any benefit in doing that? Yeah, um, I like to do work with my hands and stuff every now and then too. And, um, you know, hand-drawn stuff is great and, and it'll, it, it kind of reignites, uh, the creative flame, I suppose, just to do something fresh and different. But for me, I like to, like you said, narrow my focus and, and really try to get better at what I feel my style is, but then have enough variation in it enough to to keep things fresh, if that makes any sense. And I, I like to bounce back and forth between different kind of projects. Like I have the Compliment series, which is you know, positive affirmations through pop culture characters with like geometric shapes and all that kind of craziness. And, and that's, and that, that's void of any texture. That's completely totally. flat. Yeah. Completely flat. Just like all shapes, like pantones basically, um, throughout the series. So changing it up and doing something in that, and then bouncing over to maybe like more of a portraiture movie poster type of project. And then going back to illustrations that I'm more, more in line with like the, uh, pencil sword and uh, the gray ghost and all that kind of stuff so well it appears to be working for you it appears to to be um it's giving you an edge i think in this field and uh certainly on the scene as you're kind of breaking into it now and we're on the front end of what i would imagine to be um a very lucrative and uh, prolific uh, next level in your work. I, I'm super excited to be able to call you friend and know that we have a, a place to crash whenever we come to Portland. <laughs> I receive that, man. Thanks so much. That's that's kind of easy to say. Uh, well, okay, so he told you where you can go find him uh, on, on all these various events throughout 2019, but where can we find you so that people can uh, support what you're doing? They can buy some of these pieces we've talked about um, and be a part of uh, your journey and part of your success. Yeah, um, artbycolin.com. That's Colin with two L's. 
um, is my entire portfolio. Just scope everything out there. The social links are on there, but um, Instagram is where I'm at daily. So at Art by Colin. Um, yeah, hit me up, uh, direct message me. Let's chat and let's connect and have a good time with this art thing. Yeah, man, you couldn't find a nicer guy to to throw your money at. So go <laughs> buy things and uh, um, oh, and with just honorable mention that Stan Lee piece that you sent me. So if you oh. go back on my Instagram, probably a couple of weeks ago, by the time this airs, go back a couple of weeks ago. There's a piece of, uh, of art that Colin sent me for Christmas graciously of Stan sure. Lee. That is just beautiful. I can't wait to frame it and it's going to go in the studio right behind me. So, Oh, that's awesome, um, man. And you're the only, cool. you're the only guy besides me. I've got, I've got one copy for my studio space and then you've got the other one and well, that's it. Thank you. I, I feel honored to be a part of that. Go buy all of his other pieces. Not this one, though, suckers. That's just for us. Um, but, dude, it's been a pleasure, and I can't wait to talk to you again soon. Yeah, buddy. The best is yet to come, man. Appreciate it. that's it for the art department thanks for stopping by you can find this on mof1.network where you can find this show as well as a whole bunch of other shows uh, including our entire archive over 300 episodes uh, talking to creatives and uh, designers illustrators poster makers game makers toy designers all over the place all over the world uh, so you can find that at mof1.network the site has been completely revamped stripped down only only to the content that you want, that you need, and making it easily accessible. Check it out today. And don't forget to go check out mof1.network slash sketch to get your free trial of sketch today. But that's all for now. Thanks so much, and I'll see you soon. <laughs>